0: Studios. This, this is the award-winning After 9 with
1: Scott and Kat. Powered by Tony Johal, broker at REMAX Twin City. Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy it. Hey now. What's going on? Happy hump day, everybody. It is the end of the month payday. If you get paid twice monthly, it is the uh December eve because tomorrow, the final month of the year begins. I'm ready for December. This was another kind of a write-off of a year. Bring on 2023 and hope that it's a hell of a lot better. (laughs) Do you you think so?
0: Do you think so? I found uh, November, by the way, to go by really fast. Did you? Like, surprisingly. Yes. We were
1: busy on every television network in the world. Yeah,
0: something did happen to me this month. That's right.
1: Kat's month flashed before her eyes at the beginning of the month when all those interviews started. Uh, Can we talk about the other one you're doing? Because I am fangirling a little bit. I
0: I know you are, and I wish I had more info uh, for you. Sometimes how it works when you're just the subject of an interview is they just tell you what time and what network. And that's it. And you don't really know many details, such as the case for CNN today.
1: You're doing CNN. That's now, great.
0: Yeah. And I'm not sure if this is just going to be web. It's CNN business. And I found that interesting uh, TikTok, Texas, speech, voice, and business. Okay, so I'm not sure how much they want me to talk on the business side of things, but I uh, don't work for the business platform. Side. You might want to
1: find out what their quarterly earnings I, were. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, I'm not going to speak on any of that, but I don't know. It'll be it'll be interesting. They reached out to me a little while back, so uh, yeah, I'm doing that today.
1: All right. Well, cat on CNN. This is huge. I'm really excited for you. Can I, like, sit in and just watch? Just see what happens there? Because as much as I kind of lost a little respect for CNN over the years, I I still appreciate that they are a worldwide leader in news. So I think that'd be really cool. Okay, I'll
0: try to take, like, a behind-the-scenes video. Yeah, that'd be great. Or something like that of them recording me. But I'll do it off to the side so they don't see that I'm recording them recording me.
1: (laughs) 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 I see what you mean. You know what I mean? Coming up on this episode of After 9, we've got a lot of food news. And some of these stories are really, really great. So keep it here. It's going to be about half an hour. We're going to talk about as many different things as we can. First off, I want to start off with a topic that is familiar for all of us. Our homes and the Bank of Canada. Now, I'm going to try and keep this light here. But let's be honest about what's happening. Interest rates have gone up six times since February. They're going to raise them again. In December, And they got some fluffed up numbers from StatsCan yesterday that give them the justification to do it. Okay, And, and you'll recall back uh, several months ago when Pierre Polyev was running for the leadership of the Conservative Party, he said, I will fire Tiff Macklem as the head of the Bank of Canada. And then there was this big pile on effort. Oh, how dare you interfere with the independence of our banks and blah, blah, blah. And of course, we all know they're not independent. They are even appointed by the federal cabinet, the people who sit on this this board of governors. So Pierre Polyev had to shut up because everyone was trying to shame him into staying out of the bank. But maybe we should have a conversation about this because we learned yesterday that for the first time in 87 years, the Bank of Canada lost money. $522 million dollars. TIFF's institution there that handed out tens of millions in bonuses to their staff lost $522 million in the third quarter. And and maybe you're wondering, how the hell does a bank lose money when interest rates are this high? They say it's from interest on its assets failing to keep pace with the interest charges on deposits at the bank. So basically, the aggressive interest rate hikes this year have raised the cost of interest charges that it pays on settlement balances that get deposited to the accounts of the big banks. Mm -hmm. In other words, the Bank of Canada, because of their own interest rate hikes, had to lose money to pay more interest to the big banks, the RBCs and Scotia Banks of the world. And that's why. Its income from the government bonds that it holds remains fixed because they're... Bonds. So how does this happen, Governor Tiff Macklem? He didn't offer a very good explanation, but he did say, don't worry, everybody, don't worry. This loss will not affect our ability to conduct monetary policy. My question to you is, why the fuck should we let you, Tiff? Not only have you screwed the entire middle class homeowner group in this country, now you're even losing money at a bank, hmm. you dipshit. <laughs> you lost money running a bank. How is that even possible? Holy shit. It's amazing this guy has a job. The guy who knew inflation was coming and it was going to get out of control, but he just kept printing mm. money.
0: So, but with the stats can info that you say kind of makes them at least in a certain light, look like what they're doing is the right thing to do. Does that save his ass?
1: Well, they cherry pick numbers, right? So StatScan puts out all the numbers for a quarter and then they'll go through and find things like, oh, look at the, the employment numbers. Because the employment numbers are so high, we can raise interest rates again and be comfortable. Well, a high employment does not mean that people are even making a living wage. It just means that they have an actual job. It doesn't mean the job is enough. It's crazy that they'll look at those numbers and say, hmm, yeah, we've only got uh, 5% unemployment. All right, well, 95% of the country should be able to afford an interest rate hike. That's not how it works. That's not reality. They say we have record job vacancies. And while I do agree that we have a lot of job vacancies, it's nothing like they're portraying it. Mm -hmm. You know, these people at the banks just don't understand how hard it is for families to make ends meet. And this son of a bitch, Tiff Macklem, I, uh, it's remarkable to me that, that the finance department hasn't stood up and said, we've had enough of this fucking guy. We went from Mark Carney to this guy, and look what's happened. The difference between a good banker, a smart banker, a thoughtful banker, and Tiff Macklem. Hmm. It's, it's crazy to me. Oh, but how are those big banks doing? Well, this week, they're all releasing their quarterly earnings. Scotiabank out yesterday. Their fourth quarter revenue, $7.63 billion. In the quarter, three months, $7.63 billion. Craziness, Kat. And And one more note on this. If you own a home, it's about to go down in value. The... REMAX Canada Market Outlook for next year is out. They're predicting a decline of 3.3% nationwide. Now, that's probably understated because nobody knows what's going to happen once the recession is officially declared. Uh, That's another thing about the Bank of Canada. They're still pretending we're not in a recession because one manufacturing GDP stat was very high. Okay, well, just because we're exporting does not mean the country is doing well. You know, it, it's so frustrating. Mm-hmm. Anyway, back to this REMAX report. I'll use the Kitchener-Waterloo market as an example okay. because they say KW is one of the ones that's going to take a huge hit. Next year, the value of homes in the region is going to drop 2 to 15%. If you have a home and you've got equity in that home, let's say you're, you bought it for a million and you could have sold it for a million too. That means you've got $200,000 in equity. Take 15% off of that, $30,000 off that 200 grand. It's insanity. So they use this example as well. Back in February, the benchmark price for a home in Kitchener Waterloo, $958,000. As of October, $723,000. That's people right there that lost $200,000 plus on the value of their home in 11 months, 10 months crazy.
0: It is. It's weird times. Are those supposed to, I don't even want to use the word balance or something, or are they supposed to change after next year or like, are they assuming that this will be the price that it lands on? It
1: it depends how deep and how long the recession is. It's going to take a while before we can bail ourselves out of this. And, and the recession is the recession. We know that's going to be devastating and thousands of people are going to lose jobs because companies always use a downturn as an example of when they can get rid of people comfortably. The problem here being is that with interest rates this high, you have a lot of people that can't get into the housing market because of those interest rates. And then you've got even more people that already own a home that are either going to lose it or have to sell it at a loss to downsize or to rent. So it's a perfect storm. Tiff Macklem is the guy you're looking for. He is in charge of the central bank and he's the one who's driving these interest rate hikes. Mm -hmm. And that's, as far as I'm concerned, the biggest problem. I could live with 7% inflation for a little while, if they'd back off on the interest rates. And there's a lot of people that agree on that. Uh, I want to talk about something else that's really interesting. Our friends over at Western University are in the news. They dropped the VAX mandate.
0: Yeah. So what happened there? I know there was protesting. Did that have anything to do with it?
1: Absolutely, Kat. It was protesting and probably a lot of their alumni and boosters, the people that still make donations, That we're probably telling Western, you guys are crazy. Drop this shit or you can forget about my donation. Interesting that they dropped it on Giving Tuesday. I'm wondering how many alumni called them and said, not this year, guys, not this year. Here's the story. Western University will no longer require students, staff, and visitors to be vaxxed against COVID-19. The school says the decision to revoke its vaccine mandate came after consultations with medical experts and public health officials. Western was the only university in the country that mandated three doses of COVID vaccine Mm -hmm. and all students had to get their third shot by January the 9th. Back at the beginning of the year, hundreds of students protested the school's mandate, which they announced days before the start of the school year. When it comes to Western, let's just go back to one thing here. They made the decision after consultations with medical experts and public health officials Nothing has changed. No new info is out there. Everything that they may, if they even did, everything that they may have learned when they consulted with public health and medical professionals, there's nothing new there. Everything we know about the vaccine and the reason they're dropping the mandate, we knew last January. So that says they were just being unnecessarily unreasonable. They were trying to push something based on their ideology and not on science. As an example.
0: Yeah. I mean, doesn't that show?
1: It does show. The yeah. fact that they dropped it with no new info. It's not like some new report just came out and said, oh, yeah, it doesn't stop transmission and it doesn't keep you out of the hospital. And actually, there's more people that are vaccinated that have died than people that aren't vaccinated. That Number came out last week. It's nothing new came out in this front. They just finally either got some advice from a medical professional or they finally just started listening to it. Either way, uh, the students at Western that protested, that stood up for this, that said it was wrong. You should feel vindicated today because it worked. And if it truly was the donors that said, we're not donating anymore so you guys can forget about our money until you drop the shit, then okay, that worked too. Either way, they did it. They dropped it on Giving Tuesday, which just looks really suspicious to me. One more thing on the COVID front. Uh, Ron DeSantis is the governor of Florida, and he's one who for a while now has been talking about mandates and how unnecessary they are. He did a little bit yesterday. This is going to be a one-minute clip. He was talking about the situation in China. We're in a difficult situation. The prime minister was getting hounded for days. What do you have to say to the people in China that are standing up to the government over their COVID restrictions? Well, Trudeau was kind of backed into a corner. He could say, nope, I don't support it. And that would be consistent with what happened here. He didn't support people that were protesting mandates here. Or he can stand up for the right to protest and he can support the protesters. After this freedom convoy, though, I don't know that he necessarily wanted to open that box. And it's amazing how many conservative politicians were going after him, trying to paint him into that corner. So he did say that he supports the protesters, the right to protest, and he hopes that China respects their right to protest and the rights of journalists. Yeah, that's the right answer. It's a little contradictory, some people are saying, but at least he did give the right answer. Let's play Ron DeSantis yesterday talking about China, because he went a lot further than Trudeau did.
2: I just want to make a comment about what we've been seeing going on in China. Uh, This zero COVID policy uh, is draconian. uh, It violates people's liberties, and it is completely unscientific. And the people of China are right to be able to speak out and protest against what the Chinese Communist Party is doing. This CCP has a maniacal desire to exert total control over its population. Zero COVID is really just the pretext for them to do what they want to do anyways. And that is not a model uh, that can work over the long term. The people in China are finally speaking out uh, against it. And and I just think we need these draconian uh, COVID policies to go to the ash heap of history where they belong.
1: By the way, the latest polls say that if an election were held tomorrow, Ron DeSantis would be the next president of the United States Mm. of America. Wild.
0: Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting.
1: To your happy place For a happy price Go to your happy price price Priceline At Evernorth Health Services We believe costs shouldn't get in the way Of life-changing care And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible Behavioral health solutions That also keep your projections at their best It's possible Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line It's possible Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI It's possible we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's Wonder made possible. Learn more at Evernorth.com slash Wonder. Okay, Cat, let's uh shift gears here because we've got some other stuff I want to get to. DoorDash is out with some year-end lists.
0: Yeah, let's have some fun with this. This is a trend list. They do this every year, obviously, to get us talking about DoorDash. And that's one of the delivery places. And I'm sure the Uber Eats one will follow. Uh, but this one particularly is for DoorDash and the trends. And what they do is they signal out, sig- single out different areas. What they order, can Canada in general? What we're ordering, and uh, most indulgent eater. There's categories for shortest delivery distance, <coughs> healthiest eaters. So let's uh, cover some of this. Some uh, some of this now.
1: Anybody who's ordered food in the last year through DoorDash, you're in a way part of this.
0: Yeah, you are. And overall, um, let me check this list here. So most ordered items. By a city in Canada. Do you want to do any breakdowns here for like Toronto, for example? Yeah, yeah, let's hear it. They like burrito
1: bowls the most. Toronto likes burrito bowls,
0: followed by cheeseburger and coffee.
1: I've never understood the people that'll use DoorDash or Uber Eats or Skip to order a coffee, like one coffee. You're paying, even if you I, have the pass, it's still not worth it. Do people do
0: that though? I mean, if I'm ordering, I've I've done it. I've ordered coffee before, but I'm ordering other things too. I'm not just ordering coffee. Are there actually people who just order one coffee?
1: They'll order a coffee and if it's a decent enough add-on, they'll throw in like a cake pop or something God, like that. It but seems like strange A $5 to me. order seems like such a waste.
0: Um, let's center out Ontario with this one. Top ordered items by province in Canada. So in Ontario what do you think we order the most?
1: My guess this morning was burger and fries, but I'm also thinking burrito might be up there.
0: Okay. So burrito bowls is on the list. Specific though, eh? Pretty specific. Not burrito, but burrito bowls. Number three. Number one is cheeseburger.
1: Cheeseburger. Specific
0: to cheeseburger. Followed by coffee, then burrito bowls, as I mentioned. Chicken shawarma, crispy chicken, bagels, pad thai, beef patty, pizza, and onion rings. Would I love you, every
1: one of those things.
0: By the way, it is slightly different than the overall Canadian food list because in Canada, overall, burger and fries was number one instead of cheeseburger, which was the number one in Ontario.
1: Okay, wait, does a Big Mac count as a cheeseburger, or does it count as a regular burger? because oh, it's a regular burger, but it comes with cheese. You are going
0: to have to contact DoorDash on that one. Well, I don't know what they. I don't know what they're uh, going with, but interestingly enough, the difference here is we don't order fried chicken. As much as other spots in Canada do. Because fried chicken is number two across Canada, but it's not on our list. Crispy chicken is, but not fried chicken.
1: Hmm. Okay. I can see that, though. Uh, Chicken's a weird one to order sometimes. We're so, like,
0: poutine is number three in Canada most ordered. Of
1: course it is. Followed by
0: sushi, then chicken wings, burritos, chicken rice bowl, shawarma wraps, curry pad thai
1: curry pad thai
0: curry and then pad thai oh okay (laughs) sorry separate things but i'm sure that exists
1: you got me interested there i'll try a curry pad thai yes can we
0: get a little bit uh zoomed in here though yeah let's do it okay most organized cities and if you're wondering what the hell that means it means cities that plan the most orders in advance do you ever do that by the way I kind of forget that that exists.
1: Oh, so sorry, you you get your order and you like save it in the cart, but you don't press order?
0: Not necessarily. It's more like, hey, um, Scott and his girlfriend are coming over tonight. Uh, I'm assuming that, you know, we'll have some wine and we'll do this. And and then right around eight o'clock, I would love for our pad ties to arrive. So I go into the app now. I set that up for 8 p.m. That's the delivery. And boom, I'm organized as shit, by the way. (laughs) So the most organized cities are Quebec's number one, actually, followed by Drummondville. Drummondville? Drummondville. Like
1: out near London? I don't
0: know. Drummondville.
1: Okay. Winnipeg. Oh, no, that might be Quebec too. Sorry, go ahead.
0: Winnipeg, Montreal, Calgary, Vancouver, Ottawa, St. John's, Newfoundland, Kitchener, Waterloo made the top 10, and then Mississauga.
1: Okay. All right. You know what's funny is Mississauga makes this list a lot, but Brampton doesn't. Yeah. I'm wondering what's with the south of Peel. Why you guys order so much food? What's your problem? It's you got a lot of restaurants there. And as
0: I peruse this list here, I don't see any Brampton, like any Brampton, on any of these lists. Actually, mm. biggest uh, couponers, people who I like to save money.
1: I love the coupons they put out there. If you can get like thirty percent off an order up, thirty uh, percent off an order over fifty dollars, up to thirty dollars or whatever it is, that's the best coupon going.
0: So, the top 10 cities who use the most uh, discount codes on DoorDash, Thunder Bay is number one. Do they get more coupons? Is that why? I don't
1: know. There's only like, like four restaurants. So. Sometimes
0: I wonder because <laughs> you, that's the thing is like, I think if they want you to use the app and you don't use it as much, then why would you not put a coupon out in a certain area only and let them know, hey, this week only, save 10% or whatever the hell it is? So, anyway, Thunder Bay, then Mississauga, Saskatoon, Oshawa, Ottawa, Barrie is number six. Charlottetown, then Kitchener-Waterloo, Yeah. Moncton, New Brunswick, and then London, Ontario. Great. All in the top 10. Huh. Uh, pet parents. Do you want to know about pet parents?
1: Y- are pets included in this?
0: Yeah. Okay, then yeah. So do you ever do pet or essential orders? Pet I- orders on DoorDash?
1: Can I be honest with you about my dog? My yeah. dog is... This is the place to be honest, my friend. Okay, so here's the story with my dog. I've actually thought if I ever create a TikTok account, Actually, I did create a TikTok account. If I ever start using TikTok. Yeah, it does exist, by the way. I'm following you. You just post it. Nothing. I was thinking that um, I would show off what I feed my dog. Every night, my dog has what we call at the house, nice dinner. And he gets his regular dinner, which is his kibble. But when we say nice dinner, that means he's going to get some people food. And it (laughs) sort of evolved from a treat into a nightly tradition. And, and the dog eats all sorts of different food. Now, always in moderation, always balanced, lots of veggies. He loves veggies, but he eats a decent amount of people food. And I would be the person who, number one, when I order something, will make sure there's enough for the dog. If there's not enough for the dog, as in, I don't want to share my, my tzatziki flatbread, I'm going to order something special for the dog. I'll do it. There's been a few times where like someone would come over and ask, hey, what are you up to? I'm like, oh, just make him lunch for the dog. I'll make him like a grilled cheese or something like that. Really? And I'm basically replacing my kids who are off at university with the dog. And so the dog has basically uh, become my sole focus.
0: I can't believe you feed your dog stuff like that. And he doesn't, he doesn't like shit everywhere?
1: No, he's into it. He's a it, real well, healthy, thing, real regular really? guy. Yeah, It's funny because I talked to the vet about it and I said, listen, I know you're going to well, shit on Well, that's what me I'm
0: wondering this. next because they really d- discourage that, don't they?
1: They do. But I talked to the vet and I said, listen, this is the reality of it. I, this got off the rails when he was a pup. And, and I feed him a decent amount of people food, never a lot of it, but regularly he'll get some people food at night. Occasionally at lunchtime, if I'm having lunch, he might get nice lunch. And sometimes it's just the crusts from a grilled cheese, but occasionally he'll get like a steak oh, or thanks, a slice Dad. of pizza thanks or something the like that. for shitty crust you didn't want. And I'm sure if he could talk, he'd probably <laughs> say that. But when I talked to the vet about it, the vet was like, okay, listen, you're doing it. I'm in on it. Great. I've checked his his weight, I've checked his vitals, we've done his stool, we've done everything, and the dog is as healthy as I've ever seen a dog. So whatever you're doing, keep it doing it. Just balance it out with uh, always foods that dogs are allowed to have, never too much, and make sure they get some greens. Okay. Yeah, the dog I, likes it, Rapini. Like, I don't know what to tell you. If, he's he's a an Italian dog that's not
0: Italian. If Leo eats one little piece of people food, we know it's not going to be good news later. Really? Oh, yeah. He's very sensitive. Maybe you should give it to just him to, more often
1: and then he'll just get no, used to it.
0: No, no, no. Fuck that. I'm too busy cleaning up a lot of other messes in my life. I don't need to add dog <laughs> shit on the carpets or anywhere else in the house. <laughs> Couches on the list. No, thanks. No, fuck that. Love you, Leo, so much. You're almost 12 years old. Uh, you're, you, but mind you, apples as a treat, blueberries. Like, we have to stick to that though. No, no breads. Like, are you kidding me? Oh, fuck. He'd shit for a week. It's oh, terrible. wow.
1: Okay. Speaking of apples, I've got him convinced that apples uh, uh, no, no, just apples are a treat. Yeah. And when I ask him if he wants a dessert, We could be eating cheesecake or whatever. The dog gets a slice of apple and he is the happiest dog you've ever seen to the point where he will sit and he will be as attentive and well-behaved a dog that you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. hoping that he'll get another slice of apple. Meanwhile, I'm thinking, ha sucker, those things suck.
0: See, and if blue <laughs> and if blueberries weren't so expensive, I tell you, you, just buy a bunch. You could buy them frozen too, frozen blueberries in the summertime. That's Leo's treat usually. Really? I let me- yeah, yeah. It's a great idea. See, that's the only one, like there's only a couple of things I can give Leo that you might consider people food that he would actually eat and not, like I said, shit everywhere. But anyway, let's get back to the top 10 cities with the highest pet essentials order, which I've never done actually. No, I don't think I've ever ordered something On purpose, just for the dog, to the house.
1: Really? You should try that. They love it. When the driver shows up, he doesn't jump all over them. He just sits and looks like, here's my food.
0: Cornwall does it the most. Then Fredericton, Ottawa, Halifax, Oshawa, St. John's, London, Windsor, Victoria, and Mississauga. So is that
1: actually ordering food for the dog or is that ordering dog food from the same courier?
0: Well, you know DoorDash has like Dash Mart. Yes. That's one of the things I actually like about DoorDash is... I, I never cave into it, but I think it's a neat idea. The convenience factor of, okay, I'm ordering my fucking shawarma salad. And then, oh, well, wait, bud, before you leave, we're not going to add any fees to it if you want the driver to stop at this local mart and pick up a pack of Doritos or some shit like that. Right. So they've got those kind of things. I'm assuming the pet essentials thing would be in the same kind of category of like, there's a pet store nearby. Do you need anything for your pet? Like, yeah, you know what? Fuck, I'll get a fetch it. <laughs> like, I don't know who orders that with their food, but all right.
1: I don't know if you're too young for this. Did you have dial a bottle when you were little, when you were younger in your teen years where you could just order a bottle of booze and then somebody with ID that looks close to 19 would accept the bottle and everybody's drinking? We had Dick's delivery. Dick's delivery. What did they deliver? Booze. Booze. Okay, good. So I feel like what we need now is because we've got Instacart, and we've got DoorDash and all that stuff, and everybody's just kind of dancing around it. I feel like there should be an all-encompassing delivery service. And and what they would do is not necessarily go and, oh, here I ordered a fucking bucket from KFC. My driver's going to get it. I don't want that. I want somebody that'll go and uh, pick up my dry cleaning. Someone who could maybe pick up a couple packs of smokes if I'm gonna be having people over, run to the cannabis store and grab me a couple of pre-rolls. Like, whatever I need. Almost like a... Uh, you want an assistant. I, I want an assistant, like a courier <laughs> assistant though, where I can just order them up and be like, okay, I've got three stops for you. You're going to go to uh, golf town and get me a box of pro V ones. And then you're going to stop at value buds and get me a couple pre-rolls. And then you're going to stop at the gas station and get a big yeah. bag of Doritos and tell me how much and, and see you in half an hour. Yeah, that sort of thing. That's what I, I think that that would be helpful.
0: That service has to, you know where it exists though. It's going to be in the major city. Like it's going to be in Toronto, potentially Vancouver. All all the bigger cities are going to have stuff like that. Services like that. I remember there's a service that used to like come and pick up mail that we wanted delivered and bring it when I used to work downtown. And there's people who would bring lunch for people. So that exists. I know it does exist somewhere. I like it. Have you ever ordered wine on there, by the way? I've been in, I've been in a pinch before and had people over and there was a wine shop open. So I called them first before I ordered on the app. And yeah. I said, listen, fuckers, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't say that. But I was like, listen, I have people here, company, we're about to run out of wine. Full-blown emergency. Like full-blown emergency. So I said, I'm about to order something. But before I do, I want to make sure it's cold. I don't want it brought to my house like lukewarm or something if I'm, if I'm buying whites, right? right? So I said, don't care about the reds. I'll order those. Whatever comes, comes. But I need these certain ones chilled. And so she told me, "Oh, we don't have that chill. Okay, well then I'm not going to order that. And it was great; it was convenient. They were like, "Great, we, we can't wait. We're going to watch for that order. We're going to package it up right away, and we'll get it to you." It was great.
1: That's great really, more really of that, good. though, is
0: needed. More of that. There's not enough options.
1: LCBL would be another place that I could use that courier that I have in my head to go. Maybe I just need yeah. like, uh, you know, when you don't want to go out at night and you realize, ah, shit, we're out of toothpaste and deodorant. Okay, send the courier. Yeah. They're going to Shoppers to get me some stuff. Do
0: you know how many times I've been like packing my kid's lunch and going? Oh, Is it like bread sandwiches again? Like she doesn't want something else, but I don't feel like going out. Mm -hmm. So I just have to go ahead and make a sandwich with regular bread instead of doing something fun like a bagel or hummus and
1: crackers and veggies
0: and stuff. Uh, So that would come in handy. Yeah, last minute, let's go.
1: If anybody steals that idea, can you just get me like an account for life? It's
0: got, I'm telling you it's a thing for sure, but I don't know if it's around where you live or where I live or where our stations are. I have no idea where it is, Hmm. but I guarantee you something like that exists.
1: One more, uh, two more food news items I want to mention before we wrap it up. KFC is now officially in America testing funnel cake fries. They say they're crispy on the outside, soft on the inside, covered with baking sugar or powdered sugar and, and delicious, uh, savory snack. Do you eat those with your burger? Do you eat them with a burger or is that a dessert thing? Am I going to get regular fries with my combo and then bubble cake fries afterwards? Right. Or is this a standalone meal? It could be a standalone meal. They have
0: a family size. I don't know. I guess it's a to each their own kind of deal. Um, I have more food news. You want to do food news times two here?
1: Yeah. It'd be three at this point.
0: Okay. Oh yeah, that's right. HelloFresh. You're familiar with HelloFresh. Sponsor currently of the After 9 podcast. We should let people know. There's a code right now.
1: Yeah. If you go to hellofresh.ca slash 20 after the number 9. So hellofresh.ca slash 20 after 9. And then use the code 20. After nine, you get a whole bunch of free meals on your first order.
0: I love that. Uh, Great
1: for December, by the way, because we're all busy and you can let them do the meal prep for you.
0: That's it. I I like doing that in temporary chunks. Like I don't do it all the time, but when it's really busy... When, or if my husband is away for like a week or something and I know it's just me, that's when HelloFresh comes in handy. Anyway, this is actually, this portion right here is not supposed to be an advertisement for HelloFresh, but we're doing an extra little plug for them. When you sponsor after nine, we go the
1: extra mile. It's called
0: extra value, people. Uh, No, this is cool though. I think it's cool and I know it'll sell out, but I don't know. I question how many people are really going to eat it. HelloFresh is teaming up with the movie Elf to bring you Buddy the Elf spaghetti kits. So these do not require a subscription. It's not like you have to be a member on HelloFresh. This is a standalone thing they're doing at HelloFreshElfSpaghetti.com. That's HelloFreshElfSpaghetti.com. And I'm going to be perfectly honest with you, where they ship to, I don't know. And how much shipping is going to cost, I don't know. But I do know there's no subscription required, and that's great. So the kits are priced at $14.99 for two servings, come complete with, and if you've seen the movie, you know why, uh, pre-portioned ingredients and a step-by-step recipe card to make the spaghetti that Buddy the Elf likes. So that means it'll come with the spaghetti. They say it is a sumptuous base of spaghetti topped with maple syrup, chocolate syrup, marshmallows, chocolate candies, chocolate frosted pastries, and crushed chocolate cereal, and a couple more goodies mixed in too. And then you put that on top of the spaghetti, obviously.
1: Okay, let me take you back to the movie Elf for a second. I'm pretty sure we've all seen it, but let me refresh your memory. When he sits down and he's just taken this cooked spaghetti in his bowl, and nobody knows what he's going to do, and he reaches for the maple syrup, and he puts some chocolate on it, and he puts up some like ground up like Fruit Loops or something in there. Marshmallows and, and shit. Marshmallows, yeah. yeah, that sort of shit. Did you see the look on everyone's face at the table? Yeah. They all gasped at the same time. <gasps> what are you doing? And Will Ferrell is such a good actor that you couldn't even see his heart stop briefly. It was just an assault <laughs> on his intestines when he did that, and I don't know if this is something we should be eating. Is this a dessert, or is this a meal?
0: This is the thing. is I, th- That's why I went, if you go back, I said, I don't know how many people are going to eat it, because that's the truth, but I can see a lot of people buying it because they want to gift it to someone who likes the movie Elf. Right. That's why this is smart. Right? You could go to the store. I could go to the store right now. I could go next door and buy a packed spaghetti, some marshmallows, chocolate cereal, and a bunch of other random shit and and be like, here, make spaghetti. Nobody cares. But if it's packaged really nicely in an elf package with how to make the spaghetti, That's a gift right there.
1: That is cool. That's a gift. You know what I thought was brilliant about that scene in Elf, and probably with this box, is remember when he sent it for dad to take off to work with him, to go? Yeah. He put it in a big, giant Ziploc bag, and it never occurred to me, (laughs) I I could bring spaghetti to work in In a a Ziploc Ziploc bag. bag. I don't need to stain all my Tupperware bringing pasta to work that way. I'll just put it in a bag. But then how do you heat it up? Put
0: it in a bowl, I guess, and then
1: you... It'll be like sous vide. I'll just run the tap until it's hot. (laughs) 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 Guys, we gotta bounce. Have a great day. We will see you tomorrow (laughs) with another episode of After Nine. The U.S. beat Iran one nothing to advance
0: to the next round of the World Cup.
1: Yes! I just hope this doesn't ruin our incredible friendship with Iran. Yeah, we're on to the next round. Americans haven't been this fired up about soccer since we remembered it existed last week.
2: But next up, the Americans are going to play the Netherlands. And they're tough. The Dutch, you know, they wear those wooden shoes with the little points on them. And they'll kick you, and it hurts. Last year, uh, several Oscar categories were cut from the live telecast. And everyone was outraged. So the Academy just announced that this year, all 23 Oscar
1: categories will be presented live. right. That should be fun Uh, All all the length of a Marvel movie With none of the excitement Uh, The After 9 Podcast Is powered by Tony Johal Broker at REMAX Twin City Your home sold guaranteed or he'll buy